gospel because it is God's power for salvation to everyone who believes. One thing, I don't know why. It doesn't even matter how hard you try. Keep that in mind. I designed this ride to explain it through time. All I know, time is a valuable thing. Watch it fly by as the pendulum swings. Watch it count down to the end of the day. The clock takes life away. It's so unreal. Didn't look out below. Watch the time go right out. Welcome to another Just Inform Talk radio show. I'm your host, Craig James, and today is a big show as usual. A lot to recap from over the weekend. We're going to be getting into some big stories right now here in the front range of Colorado. It is winter. We have a full-on blizzard outside, and temperatures may be diving into the negative uh, 20 degree range today. So if you're outside or you're driving, just be careful. Stay, you know, take it slow. There is no hurry, right? We don't want to risk getting hurt just to get somewhere. It'll be there when you get there waiting for you just as well. And uh, I'm lucky I was able to make it into the station this morning, actually. I mean, quite a weather event. Uh, less, Not as much the snow as it is the negative uh, 20 degree weather so right now it's about zero feels like negative 20 and then the low tonight apparently where i'm at it's going to be in the negative uh, 20 range uh, and that should feel like about negative 40 so hat tip to all of our friends up in canada you're welcome to keep this weather uh we're we're good down here but <clears throat> it is good it is good we will persevere, and everybody out there, stay safe. Okay, guys, welcome to another Just Informed Talk radio show. I'm your host, Craig James, and I hope y'all are having a wonderful morning. Whether you're listening live here on 1360 AM on the KHNC station or you're listening to the live stream, please make sure you like and share and subscribe, especially if you're watching on YouTube or Rumble or wherever you're watching, hit that like button or that uh, like plus red pill whatever it is the button that makes it so that you are indicating your preference for this video that helps me out big time and also make sure you subscribe to whatever channel you're, you're listening on uh, that helps out as well too so today there's a number of stories we get through uh, the weekend was interesting you know we're getting into primary uh, the primary season is here I think it starts on Tuesday in Iowa that is going to be the first one. Uh, they're caucusing in the state of Iowa, and Trump is obviously in the lead. But over the weekend, we had some developments. Trump calling out Vivek Ramaswamy over the weekend, saying Vivek is not MAGA. So according to a statement from President Trump, he wrote, Vivek started his campaign as a great supporter, the best president in generations, etc. Unfortunately, now all he does it disguised his support in the form of deceitful campaign tricks. Trump continued to write that Vivek is very sly and warned voters, a vote for Vivek is a vote for the other side. Don't get duped by this. Vote for Trump. Don't waste your vote. Uh, and he finally concluded by saying Vivek is not MAGA. Well, 
I understand that this was bound to happen. Everybody here knows that this was coming. Uh, I think I even said something to the effect that, you know, at some point Trump will, as he does with all of his political opponents, uh, push them into a corner and, and start the uh, kind of the, the campaign to take the vote away. And it, it's a competition, right? I can't say I blame Trump. And it brought to light, you know, some of my concerns about Vivek. I'm not saying that it's all just hinged on Trump saying, you know, don't like this guy, so now I don't like him. That's never what I've said. But I've always had apprehension surrounding Vivek, even though I've said I like what he says. I like a lot of his ideas, and and a lot of the way he articulates himself is uh, rather refreshing, given what we're used to seeing our politicians do. But... You know, I've seen the videos online, uh, you know, comparing Vivek to Obama. I've seen the side-by-side comparisons. I've listened to Vivek's, you know, uh, speeches that sound eerily similar to Obama. Um, It is not something that is surprising to me about his similarities there. And, And I've also now learned about some of his actions while he was working in the pharmaceutical industry where he did some pretty shady things. It looks like to make money. But I mean, if that's a disqualifier, you know, I don't know. I mean, has Trump ever, I mean, we all, I know Trump's been above the board, but I'm sure he's a very shrewd businessman and he's made a lot of, you know, decisions that have made him a lot of money that other people may look at as being shady. But at the end of the day, if it's legal, just because it's shady, as long as it's legal and you're a capitalist market, you can do that. So I don't even want to use that as a knock on Vivek other than, uh, you know, it may speak to his integrity, right? Looking at what he did with his, uh, it was an Alzheimer's drug that he brought to market and bought for, you know, basically pennies on the dollar from uh, one of the big pharmaceutical companies then, uh, according to reports I've seen, allegedly, he uh, had his mother working as one of the chief doctors in a lab, in a, in a study, a clinical study of this drug, and they said it had promising effects, and, you know, the stock went up really high, and then it didn't pass phase three trials, and the stock crashed, and he made plenty of money and got out. That's how the story goes. But... Is that, to me, a disqualifier? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. That was back in 2015, and, you know, people change. I mean, that's eight years, nine years, and I can tell you I'm a different person than I was nine years ago. And Vivek seems like he's genuine enough. But it is really eerie when you listen to the comparisons between him and Obama, just in in the phrasing, the phrases that that Vivek uses and, and some of the speeches and the cadences, how they all sound similar. It's almost like he went back and watched a bunch of Obama speeches and like kind of learned how to speak from there, which wouldn't be surprising because I think what people don't understand is that Vivek was presumably before becoming an outspoken conservative, a, a, a liberal who would have, you know, had to do public speaking and, give speeches for his company or, or give, you know, interviews for reporters. And so maybe he did study people like Obama to learn how to speak and, and that, you know, some of the things rubbed off there. 
I'm not going to sit here and say that uh, <clears throat> just because Trump said Vivek is bad, he's bad. However, I will say I'm still cautiously skeptical and I'm still 100% supporting Donald Trump at this point uh, and that that will not change regardless of how, uh, you know, what do they say, the, how, how good of an orator Vivek may be. And the rest of the candidates are the one candidate who I really am genuinely concerned about right now is Nikki Haley, because it seems as though they're doing everything they can to push her uh, up the ladder artificially, as it were, because I think they see her like I think the calculation is this. They're either going to try to use her to replace Trump right when they take out Trump, however they do it. God forbid they'll be like, well, Nikki Haley is our guy or gal, right? And that's what I see coming on the horizon. I think a lot of people have made that. I'm not like some breaking news there, but I think that that's what I see, uh, especially in how she's elevated by the press and, and big corporate donors love her and the military industrial complex paid her. You know, she is a product of everything which we stand against as America First Patriots, the MAGA coalition, as it were. But just on a personal level, you know, even if you're not identifying by coalition in that way, uh, you know, as Christians, I think we see clearly, you know, what motivations some of these other entities are, are driven by. And those are dark forces that we, we don't support. I don't support. So I'll leave that up to you guys. But when we come back after this quick break, I'm going to keep going into some other stories here. Uh, we have a lot to cover. I'm going to jump around a little bit. Uh, even Yuval Noah Harari has chimed in on what he thinks a Donald Trump victory will look like. You're going to want to hear it because it's pretty grim. Uh, he's issuing a warning to all of us as to what happens if we elect Donald Trump or when we elect Donald Trump in 2024. The globalists are making threats. Stay tuned. I'll play it when we come back. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. This is Rick Rodriguez. Christ said he would build his church and the gates of hell would not prevail against it. Join me on Sundays from 9 to noon for the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program on 1360 AM KHNC.
Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And before the break, I told you what we're going to be doing now is listening to Yuval Noah Harari, Klaus Schwab's right-hand man. If you don't know, Klaus Schwab is the director of the World Economic Forum and his right-hand man, henchman, minion, Yuval Noah Harari, famous for uh, believing that most humans are just useless eaters, as he describes it. He has a prediction of what will happen if Donald Trump is elected. And it's pretty dark because you have to take everything they say as not only a prediction, but also a threat. Uh, they, they, they're playing for keeps and they have uh, been pushed into a corner to a point where it seems as though they are quite, quite desperate. I'll play this clip real quick. This is Yuval Noah Harari. Are you concerned that Trump might be elected again? I, I think it's very likely. Mm. And if it happens, it is likely to be the kind of like the, the death blow to what remains of the global order. And he says it and he says it openly. Now, again, it should be clear that many of these politicians, they present a false dichotomy, a false binary vision of the world as if you have to choose between patriotism and globalism between being loyal to your nation and being loyal to some kind of, I don't know, global government or whatever. Well, there you have it. You all know Harari warning that if Trump becomes president in 2024, it will likely be the, quote, death blow to what remains of the global order, unquote. And I, I mean, I agree with his statement that's exactly what the the thrust of, of all of this really is but at the end of the day it should worry us all when noah harari is saying that um you the, there's a false dichotomy between patriotism and globalism well i'll tell you what what he's doing there is very very sneaky right He's presenting this dichotomy as being false, a false paradigm. But in reality, we all know that essentially what we're seeing happen across the world is this push for globalism, which is meant to, over time, destroy sovereignty. And how do you patriotically protect your sovereign nation and enjoin yourself with these people, right? It, it doesn't work, right? And it's like being a like a, like a um, carnivorous vegan, right? It just doesn't it doesn't make any sense, right, on its face. So that's what we're seeing there, and they're going to keep pushing for it, guys. I'm not even uh, not even going to lie that they have nothing but ill will for us all. They want us all living under their under their yoke, right? That's what they want. But it gets even worse because we just had Tucker Carlson on with Dennis Quaid, interestingly enough, and he's describing the Carrington event of 1859 as being a major threat to our global infrastructure that nobody really sees coming. If you want to talk about a black swan event, especially one that is not man-made, uh, we can look at the Carrington event as an example. For reference, uh, actor Dennis Quaid has made a documentary on this, and he was just recently interviewed by Tucker Carlson on the subject. 
And I thought I'd play a clip from that interview because it is interesting to note that I've talked about this event here on the station. Many people I know have. I've talked uh, about people who've been studying this phenomenon for years and who have been trying to sound the alarm that we're overdue. So once in a hundred year event, which we haven't had happen since 1859, and it has all of the capabilities to take out the power grid uh, that you could ever imagine. So let's listen to a little bit of the Tucker Carlson interview right here. I think that's just what the sun does. It has happened. There was a, they call it a Carrington event, uh, which happened in, I think it was 1859. And at that time, basically we had telegraph lines that as far as electricity goes and it fried our entire telegraph system it was set up had to be replaced and uh the entire thing the entire thing and so imagine what that would do now with a very large storm uh which there's a hundred percent chance of it happening that was a hundred year event they call that one and, uh, and I'm not good at math, but, but 1859. The trillions of dollars that it would take to to replace all that, plus there wouldn't, we wouldn't even get to spend the, those trillions of dollars because the uh, it would take out not only the electricity, but you know all of our, our entire infrastructure and our society runs on electricity. We don't we don't know how to live without it. You know, you turn on there wouldn't be any water in your tap. There wouldn't. You couldn't get gas for your car because the, the the whole system is broken down. Everything that we rely upon would be gone. Uh, the food would uh, melt in our refrigerators. There would be, uh, and they predict within a year, about 90% of the population would be dead from starvation, disease, or, you know, people, it gets back to the Stone Age again. Killing each other. Yeah. Well, that's shocking. Yeah, so a bit of information. It really lifts your day, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> I mean, I just sort of, I'm adding that to the Armageddon file but, that's you know, growing. Nobody's nobody's really talking about it, and and uh, <laughs> in fact, uh, President Trump actually uh, signed an executive order to uh, to uh, harden our grid to protect ourselves against an event like this happening. Obama uh, tried to get that going as well, and. It uh, it's stuck in these regulatory agencies that you know and lobbyists because money needs to be spent. Most of our uh, grid power companies are privately owned, and you can understand them not wanting to spend money on something that might occur. But this is definitely going to occur. And so it, it, it would mean, and this is not from a foreign adversary. This is just a solar cycle, or or well, we'll get to that, that in a minute. Okay, but, but this is, yeah, but, but we're this, starting with just is, what this, nature this, might yeah, do. Yeah, this is not what you call an enemy. This is you know our uh, the sun that we rely upon every day, and these solar storms that happen, and they they happen with you know frequency and. You've seen, everybody's seen, you know, pictures of the sun where, the, you know, the storm is happening and these flares come out and they're ejected out into the into the solar system. And we just, you know, like in packets. And we, uh, I think it was 2014, we barely missed one by uh, five days that went across our path of orbit around the sun. And it's going to happen. And then, you know, once it hits the Earth, there's a 50% probability 
of it either being us or the Eastern Hemisphere, who's ever exposed to that's the sun. So, <laughs> so is there anything that you can do? I mean, could you harden our electrical? Yes, there, there are simple things that we could actually do uh, to, uh, that could be built in that would, you know, not only for the military, which we'll get to, but uh, just uh, civilian uh, infrastructure to protect it that uh, r relatively inexpensive compared to what it would cost if uh, an event like this happened. And overall, over time, it'd probably be about $100 billion, about the same that we just gave to Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, to protect them from the Russians. Uh, and uh, it'd be money spent, plus also... Uh, the you know the process of doing this, we, you know, it's like a space program. You find out all kinds of other things that actually uh, help society and advance us and our technology. But uh, they're basically relays, uh, protective relays that could be put at our our substations and transformers. That in an event like this happens, uh, kind of similar to kind of a surge protector that you have in your computer. Well, there you go, folks. That's Dennis Quaid from his new documentary about this Carrington event. I don't know if it's a documentary or movie, but it is interesting that this is what he's presenting informationally. And, and what do we know, right? Don't forget that we just had that Obama movie come out that was about the grid failing in a massive cyber attack. His weird new movie, which basically lends itself to exactly what Dennis Quaid was saying about our extreme vulnerability to cyber attack. <clears throat> Barack Obama was deeply involved in making this film as an executive producer and an advisor on the script called Leave the World Behind. And, and in this film, one of the things that happens mirrors almost identically the cyber polygon event that has been a, an event put on by the World Economic Forum, similar to Event 201, where they uh, war-gamed out what would happen in the event of a massive cyber attack that knocked out the power grid. And how convenient, and I don't mean this, I'm just saying, it's to me, they're sowing the seed already of plausible deniability when they do take out the power grid to say, oh, it was... It was some sort of solar event. Some We got blindsided by a solar event. Now, of course, scientific data would be very hard to falsify in regard to making the world you know, believe it was uh, some sort of solar event when it was something man-made. And I'm not saying that that's what they would do. But you can imagine that in the first wave of hysteria and panic, one of the first things they would do is say, it was probably uh, not man-made because they don't want people to go to war immediately. They want people to think that uh, it was something that was natural. Maybe it would be. I don't know. You tell me what you think down in the comments below. But I just think it's interesting how they're prepping us for this event, grid-down event. But we have much more that we can get into. Here's one of the big stories that I wanted to talk about, Okay. Have you guys been following this Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin story? 
a fascinating yet very uh, seemingly cryptic story that comes from the Department of Defense Pentagon uh, where our Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, apparently went in for major surgery and was essentially incapacitated in the intensive care unit of, uh, what is it, the um, the hospital there in D.C., the big, uh, I think the VA hospital there, uh, Walter Reed. Walter Reed Medical Center, the one where all the big top wigs, top brass go. Apparently Lloyd Austin was uh, brought there, put into surgery, I guess emergency surgery according to reports, and then didn't tell his uh, assistant, pretty much didn't tell anybody around him that he was in the hospital and undergoing a major procedure that would make him incapable of doing his duties. A lot of interesting questions to me stem out of this, but primarily the first question I would have is, um, how believable is this uh, cover story? Because it, it strikes me as a cover story. When you hear the explanation, they say that the, the defense secretary was rushed in to a hospital for an emergency surgery where nobody beneath him in the chain of command was informed, which is constitutionally and congressionally uh, constitutionally mandated and congressionally required. And the DOD essentially made sure that this chain of command was not held. So apparently, I have this article here from Cash Patel. Uh, it says, any secretary of defense who is absent in his duties and fails to notify the chain of command has committed one of the most egregious acts against national defense of this nation. SecDef Austin tragically just did that for four entire days he was in a hospital never informed the national command authority in, of his incapacitation no one is saying the sec def can't be out due to illness or even take a vacation but there is a reason our command authority must be maintained because the department of defense never takes a uh, knee by intentionally breaking the national command authority and failing to inform the commander-in-chief president biden has no idea his secretary of defense was even laid up worse the Deputy Secretary of Defense has since admitted she was not even made aware of her boss's hospitalization until days later. Thus, there can be no claim of lawful delegation putting aside the fact that not all authorities can lawfully be so delegated. So, listen, when we come back, I'm going to tell you what the theories are surrounding Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and his mysterious rapid decline in health. And I think it might have something, well, let's just say much larger and broader implications. Do we have proof of life on Secretary Lloyd Austin? Is he alive? Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back.
This is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I want to take a second to tell you about my friends over at thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them, you need to give them a call today. All you have to do is go to thefreedompeople.org and set up your call. And what can they help you do? Well, through legal and lawful processes, they'll help you reduce exposure to the tax man or other bureaucratic bodies. They can help you do things like set up express trusts, which help manage your business assets and affairs effectively and privately while helping you gain greater control of you and your family family's future. It can also help you do things like set up private membership associations, which help you restructure your business in a way that allows you to run it exactly how you want. If you believe your children should be able to receive their inheritance without paying an arm and leg in taxes and that taxes are unjust, the government ceases to represent the interests of its That's people. I want you to take a second today to go to the, T-H-E, freedompeople.org and schedule your call. Let them know I sent you. But more importantly, help make sure that your future is protected and that your business and your family are protected. Hi folks, Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you could invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily, you're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principal if you ever need your money back. Go to investyrefi.com, that's invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com, or call 888-Y-REFI-24. You can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25%. Just call 888-Y-REFI-24, or go to investyrefi.com, and tell them Joe sent you. Suck punch somebody on a sidewalk. Carjacking old lady at a red light. Pull a gun on the owner of a liquor store. You think it's cool, act a fool if you like. Cuss out a cop, spit in his face. Stomp on the flag and light it up. Yeah, you think you're tough. Well, try that in a small town. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. Now, before the break, we were talking about this story about the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin. I'm going to get into that in just a second. Before we do, though, I want to thank one of the sponsors. You guys know it's thefreedompeople.org. If you guys haven't tried them out, go to thefreedompeople.org. Make sure you put the in front of it, thefreedompeople.org. And then you're going to be able to set up a free call All you do is click the schedule call button, pick a date, pick a time, and they'll give you a free 30-minute consultation. Uh, What they do is it really essentially they legally and lawfully help you reduce your exposure to the tax man and other entities. Uh, If you want to find out more information about express trust, private membership associations, and other ways that you can uh, basically protect yourself, your family, and your business better, then give them a call today. It's free. They uh, really know what they're doing, and I'm thankful they're working with me. I like to bring you guys solutions. So try out thefreedompeople.org, a free 30-minute consultation. Go to thefreedompeople.org or thefreedompeople.org and make sure you schedule that call, and thanks to them for sponsoring the show. Now, what's interesting to me about this whole Lloyd Austin fiasco is a few things. A, Everybody has said that this is pretty much 
uh, unprecedented, right? What is happening here with Lloyd Austin. And a lot of people are just taking it for granted that he's fine. And I'm a little bit more skeptical as I know, even though our government loves us dearly, they do tend to lie to us on a regular basis, which uh, makes me skeptical of a lot of what they have to say, reasonably so, I would imagine. But in this particular case, right, some things that strike me as odd or strange. Uh, Lloyd Austin rushed to emergency surgery without telling any of his subordinates or notifying the White House or anybody within the chain of command that he would be incapacitated undergoing emergency surgery uh, it's not just, to me, incompetence. That that reeks of a cover story. Okay, now, we're getting into the realm of speculation, so take everything I'm about to say with a grain of salt and remember that this is not the official story. The official story is simply that he's had prostate cancer and that he was uh, rushed for emergency surgery and that he is still, to this day, in the hospital but that he's fine and he's able to conduct his his um, duties as Secretary of Defense. That's the official story, okay? And they're basically saying that, you know, he's just getting a little tongue lashing about not informing his chain of command, but no big deal. So if that's the official story, okay. But there are some very glaring inconsistencies with the, the timeline of events here. First of all, the Secretary of Defense one of the most important members of the, the you know, uh, executive administration, he is essentially just dropping off the radar for five days and nobody's noticing. Like, that's the first premise that doesn't make a whole lot of sense, that he doesn't inform the White House, he doesn't inform anybody and just kind of disappears for five days and nobody asks any questions. Secondly, we are at war. War is ugly. War is brutal. R war, it, the rules get thrown out during war, and everything's in play. Now, I'm not saying that... Well, let's just put it this way. Would it surprise me if they came out and said that he's dead or that he has passed from complications from his surgery or whatever... And that that's not the truth about how he passed? No, it wouldn't surprise me at all. What if, and again, this is where we get into speculation, take it with a grain of salt. This is the conspiracy theory part of it all, right? But what if one of our adversaries tried to send a signal to us poisoning our Secretary of Defense? Because it was right after... He went, uh, disappeared. Here's the thing that's crazy about the other timing of the story. Okay, so you guys will recall uh, over the weekend, we had these massive airstrikes in Yemen, right? Where they were blowing up. It looked like Operation Iraqi Freedom in, in some parts of Yemen where they were just blasting the living you-know-what out of these Yemen, whatever, terror bases or, or whatever you want to call it, these, these Yemen rebels that they had to take out. So let me just set this timeline up for you, and you tell me if it sounds weird to you, okay? The Secretary of Defense disappears, and 
in and amongst his disappearance, we have a major uh, uh, retaliatory, seemingly attack on our on on Yemen of all places, which I think is a critical juncture in the Middle East for for certain uh, um, influences. I think Russia would be primarily one, maybe others, and you have this story come up in the news that oh lloyd's been out for five days because he was in emergency surgery and now he's still in emergency care and to this day we, we don't have any real proof of life as far as not anything i've found at the moment just a bunch of talking heads from the fake news saying he is in special intense care right Russians, however, are reporting on their state media channel that there were severe complications from his prostate surgery that have left him incontinent and incapable of leaving his bed. So that's there, but that take again that with a grain of salt because that's Russian state propaganda. But I'll tell you what I think, and you can you know, believe it or not, and take it with a grain of salt, as I keep saying, because I want you to make sure you understand this is purely conjecture. But if I were a betting man, I would say that one scenario, which they would certainly not want us to hear, would be A, that it was some sort of assassination attempt on the Secretary of Defense by one of our adversaries who tried to do it clandestinely to make it look like an accident, maybe it was foiled, maybe he survived, maybe he had to go to emergency care immediately from it, and they had to create a story, so they needed time, and this is what they were able to weave together, right? This miss, uh, He went missing for five days, and while we were having a major assault in the Middle, in the middle East, and but now he's in care at the hospital, and he, he should recover soon, hopefully. I mean, that's just me thinking out loud. You guys tell me what you think. You know, you can call. The number is 877-536-1360 if you're able to hear us live here in the Front Range. Or if you're on the stream, leave your comments in the live chat. I'll read it all, but, uh, or leave your comments below. That is, to me, what may sound more plausible than the whole cover story because it, it's just unreasonable to be like okay the secretary of defense he just goes missing and then we have this major assault in yemen which to me looks like a a retaliatory attack so it's then you have to ask yourself well what are they retaliating against well I, my contention would be perhaps it was a retaliation and a warning against those who did whatever they did possibly to Lloyd Austin. I don't know. And again, you know, you do with that information what you will, but I bounced it off a few guys I know, let's just say, who who understand how this stuff works, and I think they think it's very plausible that, that what I'm saying is not too far from the truth. May not have gotten every detail right, but... I think we're on the right track, but when we come back, we'll talk about a lot more. You're going to want to stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break.
My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Hi, this is Tammy Cuthbert Garcia with Naturally Inspired Radio. Tune in Monday through Thursday at 3 p.m. for the latest in natural health news. Get real solutions for healthy living and hear from our inspiring guests that are leading the way in health and freedom. Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And, you know, before the break, we're talking about Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin and the fact that he may be uh, far worse than what we imagined. We had one of our texters text in from the 505 saying that um, the real raw news has him dead in Ukraine. And thank you for that text, first of all. Um, I would issue extreme caution or I would advise extreme caution when dealing with real raw news as a source for anything Um, if it's the same outlet I'm thinking about they've made some very wildly inaccurate reports and I actually I don't know if it's real raw, raw news or it's one of those sites that's like that that essentially was actually created by left-wing propagandists as a way it was like it was made as a parody site so they could write these headlines to to mock people when they pick it up and use it as and I'm not saying that that's what's happening to you here and and I've seen some stories I guess come from real raw news that weren't entirely inaccurate but Mostly, if I'm thinking of the same website, we're we're talking about um, something you got to be really careful with informationally, and that's part of the you know fifth generation warfare we're facing. It's information warfare uh, at the exact same time. However, I will say this: just because it was reported on a site that I'm not uh, fully capable of endorsing as being you know accurate doesn't mean that the story itself is inaccurate and it doesn't mean that it's impossible i've said it before and i'll say it again my theory on what happened to austin the secretary of defense is is primarily based purely on conjecture and an understanding that our government lies to us regularly and i and i'll say that up front because i don't want people to be misinformed or to think that i am trying to mislead them I'm just merely trying to articulate that 
everything that's happened with this Lloyd Austin story is wildly irregular and just it reeks of a, a cover story for something much more nefarious, I'm sure. Not to mention, if Secretary of Defense was able to disappear for five days or whatever with no one noticing, then that really calls into question whether or not he is uh, the acting Secretary of Defense. I just saw over the weekend um, an interesting report that discussed the, the irregularities surrounding Trump's time away from being president, let's just say. And regardless of, you know, what you want to believe, what you may or may not believe, there are some interesting irregularities, let's say, when it comes to what's happening with Trump. One thing they pointed out was that uh, Trump travels regularly with a motorcade, an entire full presidential motorcade, and that that is not the case for pretty much any president before him, meaning it is not a normal or regular thing for the executive after leaving office to maintain the same level of protection in specifically the motorcade or otherwise that Trump has garnered. Now, some people have pointed to this as being an indication that Donald J. Trump is actually more than meets the eye when it comes to his current status within our government. This is where I have friends, sources, who have informed me, and I'm just going to inform you what they tell me because you, you have to make your own decision, do your own research on this. But they inform me and, and believe, I think, with ample certainty that... Before Trump left office, there was a chain of command um, continuity of government plan that was enacted. And that a part of this continuity plan was understanding that we're at war and that our enemies must be deceived. Now, in order to deceive our enemies, what do you need? Well, you need really good actors and you need really good... Um, Deception, right? The tactful um, art of deception. Now, I, again, take this all with a grain of salt. However, I will uh, offer the fact that <clears throat> let me see. I will offer this as, as as what I see and what I've been told is that Trump is. According to these sources, which take it all with a grain of salt, again, this is not gospel, you know, make your own mind up, go do your own research. But the reality that they tell me we are in is one where Trump is still the commander in chief through continuity of government and executive orders he signed on his way out of office. The military took control of a majority of uh, powers that used to lie in the executive and that the military is actually um, working under a wartime status, meaning we essentially, we are at war, therefore they're taking actions that are congruent with a, a nation under siege or attack. 
<clears throat> and that one of those actions is uh, leaving Donald Trump with a certain level of, of authority as commander in chief. Another one of those actions is um, essentially putting or placing figureheads in positions to deceive our enemies and to make them believe that they still have influence or control in our society, i.e. Joe Biden. But it's all also about um, disclosure, a slow roll disclosure, because they can't just, you know, arrest everyone in Congress and have public executions because that would lead to, to wild instability. So instead what they do is, and I know this sounds crazy to some people, not as much to others, but what they've done is essentially taken Donald Trump or taken the, the political figureheads who are engaged in these crimes, put them in positions of power, but basically their, their, their wings are clipped. Essentially, they, they're incapable of executing but they, they have the figurehead position, so they get the spotlight and the criticism and the um, obviously the exposure, which is like the slow disclosure with Joe Biden and his family, would be that they're Chinese communist agents and they're working for foreign governments and selling us out. Um, again, it's not... I wish it was like... Looney Tune crazy land, but it's just not. It all seems quite, very quite um, possible. And when we come back, I'll explain further uh, what this continuity of government plan looks like and what we're actually seeing. You're going to want to stay tuned. You're listening to Just the Forum Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. The Podesta emails, Epstein Island, Hunter's laptop, the 2020 stolen election. What truths are they hiding? Find out this and more on Just Informed Talk Radio, weekdays from 7 to 9 a.m. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Hey, Chris Lewis here with My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. At My Favorite Gunsmith, all I do is repair firearms. I love freedom more than guns, but the only thing that separates a free man from a slave is firearm ownership. I would only add that it needs to work. All of my guns work. Do yours? Find out, 970-776-0258, My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. That's 970-776-0258.
Welcome back to Just Informed Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And boy, is it a blizzard happening outside. I'm looking outside right now watching the snow drive. And it is cold. It is cold. It is in the negatives here with the wind chill probably around negative 20, I would imagine, right now. A low tonight here on the Front Range where I'm at. Uh, it's going to be negative 20 degrees with a wind chill, probably pulling it down into the negative 40 realm. That polar vortex is happening. Everybody out there, stay safe wherever you're at. Uh, if you're experiencing different parts of this storm, this cold, uh, just make sure you stay safe out there. Now, uh, before we keep going further, I want to preface again everything I'm saying with you know the the context of saying, don't just take what I say as being true. This is merely what I've heard from people I trust who have uh, led me in a very good direction historically, and it does seem to make sense, right? So what they're saying is that Trump is still commander-in-chief, right? And that there is a continuity of government action in place with the intent of ensuring that Donald Trump and our military are able to fight this fifth generational warfare, uh, you know, type of war that is happening and that essentially behind closed doors, the military and Trump have power of a large portion of what's happening in our government. Now, I mean, it's practically impossible to prove this. But as we talked about, the Secretary of Defense, Lloyd Austin, just being able to disappear for five days and nobody says anything um, to him now popping up in a, in a hospital, you know, bedroom where nobody has seen him and nobody even really knows if he's still alive. And that to Biden and nobody ever seeing him with the nuclear football and him taking the little stairs on Air Force One. Uh, every piece of that is anecdotal, but if you add it together, you start to, to see some circumstantial evidence that would suggest perhaps where there's smoke, there is fire. And if there is this chain of uh, command, uh, you know, continuity of government plan in place and our adversaries wanted to poke a hole in it uh, or to rattle our cages or whatever because they see it as we see it or as it is known to people who are kind of paying attention, you know, perhaps they take out the Secretary of Defense as a warning to say, hey, we know that's not your real Secretary of Defense. I, I don't know. We're getting off into the weeds here. But anyway, the point is that people I trust have told me that this is a part of a continuity government plan. They talk about the bankrupt corporation in the United States, and that has a lot to do with it as well. But particularly, I found this clip very interesting. A podcaster who was interviewing Trump not too long ago had this to say about a strange thing that occurred during their interview. I had a CIA agent on my podcast. He was saying that there was a conspiracy that one of my friends brought to my attention that, you know, when Trump travels, he still travels with a presidential motorcade, which like no ex-president, Obama, nobody gets that. It's, it would be like $2 million a fucking day just to travel. You can't do it. 
He has still has a full presidential motor. Wherever that guy goes, fucking motorcycles, limos, everything. Fuck yeah. Same shit because some people think there's a conspiracy about some type of clause that he signed maybe before January 6th after where he's actually still the president. He still has all the presidential power. What and the- somehow, I don't know, it's, it's deep. It's what? deep. It's deep, right? It's fucking deep out there. And that Biden's not really the president. Trump still is based off this motorcade. I brought that up to him. And he goes, uh, I can't comment on that. I won't comment on that. And he goes, as a matter of fact, edit out. You even asking me that question. I swear. I apologize for the cursing there. But I, I, I had to play that clip because what he's expressing there is, is interesting. We'll, we'll touch on that and more when we come back. Stay tuned. Hi, folks. This is Pastor Bruce Miller with the Foothills Baptist Church family. Join us Sunday afternoons from 3 to 4 for the Foothills Baptist Gospel Hour. That's Sunday afternoons, 3 to 4, here on 1360 AM. Are you looking to sell your excess construction equipment? Trust Steffes Group's team of professionals to get you the best return on your investment. Steffes Group is a nationally recognized leader in the auction business with over 60 years of experience. Their team of professionals prioritize honesty, integrity, and outstanding service, and they work with you every step of the way to ensure a smooth and successful auction process. Go to steffesgroup.com right now to find a sales representative near you and discuss your options today. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, 1360 AM, KHNC, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. I'm Elizabeth McDonald, and this is the Fox Business Report. Bitcoin's price has slipped below 43000 Market Watch says the excitement over the approval of Bitcoin ETFs has faded. It briefly jumped to above 49000 last week. The head of the International Monetary Fund is predicting artificial intelligence will impact 40% of jobs and probably worsen inequality. Kristalina Georgieva says it's crucial that countries build social safety nets to mitigate the impact on vulnerable workers. Georgieva says in advanced economies such as the U.S. and U.K., about 60 percent of jobs are exposed to A.I., though she says the technology will also help to enhance some humans' productivity. The markets are closed today for the Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. That's your Fox Business Report. I'm Jenny Cosola. Invested in you. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Hello, friend. I'm Jeremy Sladen, the head coach and founder of the Warrior Mind, Body, and Soul Experience, or Warrior MBS for short. There's a good chance that you're looking to level up with some needed improvements in your physical, mental, or spiritual life, or maybe you need a complete reset in all three. Either way, there has never been a better time for you to make this move, and here's why. Because the world needs you badly right now. 
Our culture is in full-scale attack mode on what it even means to be a man. Testosterone levels have dropped by 50% since the 1940s, and true masculinity is retreating into these pathetic spaces. Now, all this gender bending has men questioning who they are and how to fulfill their sacred roles in life as fathers, husbands, and community leaders. Warrior MBS is all about unlocking and unleashing these kinds of men. Go to warriormbs.com to check out the program and set up a live chat with Jeremy today. Again, that's warriormbs.com. Hi, folks. Joe Jaquin here from the Half Empty Cup of Joe Show. Are you worried about investing in the stock market, especially with Joe Biden in office? Do you really trust this economy? What if you can invest in a secure, collateralized portfolio with a high fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed? A portfolio where you know what each monthly statement will look like with no surprises. Your interest is compounded daily. You're paid monthly, and there are no fees. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose. And get this, there's absolutely no loss of principle if you ever need your money back go to investyrefi.com that's invest the letter y r e f y.com or call 888yrefi24 you can earn a fixed rate of return that's up to 10.25% just call 888yrefi24 or go to investyrefi.com and tell them joe sent you the views and opinions expressed on 1360 KHNC are entirely those of the host, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Excursion Broadcasting Network. Welcome back to Just Inform Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. This is hour two of the Just Inform Talk Radio show, and I hope you guys are having a wonderful day out there. I know here in Colorado, we are getting slammed right now by this storm. It is howling wind, blowing the snow hard. Uh, it looks like almost a whiteout out there, so be safe. As I said before, temperatures now. Uh, lows predicted to be in the negative 20 plus degree realm tonight with a wind chill going down to negative 40 or more that's fahrenheit folks so it is cold out there so make sure you stay safe wherever you are uh, i know that this is not uh we're seeing this across the country so everybody stay safe out there but this is hour two of the just form talk radio show and as usual we have a lot more stories to cover I hope you guys are having a wonderful day, but <clears throat> what we have coming up in this hour is some uh, some fairly interesting stories. We're going to touch on Fannie Willis and uh, just some really interesting stuff there. Her corruption has been exposed, and now she's reformed. She's a reformed Christian now, gives speeches about, you know, how you can't have too high of expectations for black women, right? I mean, like, I'm not making that up. We'll play the clips later. It's it's insane. 
it's racist, but it's also stupid, and it's also just so obvious how corrupt these people are. Fannie Willis being the district attorney from Fulton County, where Trump's being charged in that RICO case. Turns out she's corrupt as the day is long, been stealing money from taxpayers to fund trips to the Caribbean and Napa Valley, but we're supposed to believe that she's a woman of integrity who's going to get Trump. Don't worry, we're going to cover that. Plus, we have some other interesting stories. The disease X is what they're telling us is coming next. So now it's going to be a disease. I wonder if it's going to be similar to the side effects of the vaccine. I don't know. Uh, that's coming down the pipeline. World Economic Forum already warning us. Bilderberg, Davos, whichever one it is right now, they're having their meeting. And uh, seems like that's what they're preparing for. So have fun with that. I guess we'll all have to have fun with that. But before we keep going any further, I want to take a second and thank one of the sponsors, you know, warriormbs.com is an amazing website, right? And what is it? Well, it's basically the portal and link to the Warrior Mind, Body, and Soul program, which is a way for you to personally reset your life and put yourself on a good directional path. It's for men aged 16 years or older. You can do it all with a smartphone. And it's a 60-plus day team-oriented experience that will increase your mental clarity, supercharge your physical fitness, and provide a fresh spiritual grounding that will support everything else you do. Uh, This is ran by my good friend Jeremy Sladen. He's a former professional baseball player and certified trainer who has developed this program specifically for men tailored toward helping us as men become stronger, become more physically fit, and become more scripturally uh, enriched with uh, understanding the scripture better and, and fellowshipping with other men. It's an amazing program. Talk about iron sharpening iron. That's what this is. You're held accountable. Jeremy will help you set up a fitness uh, re- regimen and a diet plan, and uh, you can have scripture studies and you can get together with other men and you compete against each other's teams to, to reach goals. And so if you want to become a better man or you want to become a better leader or a better father or a better husband or a better coworker, uh, leader, this is a great program for you. Go try it out. Go to warriormbs.com. That's mind, body, soul is what that stands for. So warriormbs.com. And set up your free call today with Jeremy and his team. And they'll kind of let you know what they can do for you. It's a great program. And we're thankful to have them as a sponsor of the show. Uh, I always want to bring solutions. So that's why I partner with companies that I believe bring the best solutions to the table. Warrior MBS is certainly one of those. Now, before the, the last break, you know, we're talking about this continuity of government theory that people have put forth. A lot of it has to do with some very strange and esoteric knowledge in regard to how the United States runs in the global system, how it how it's operated in the global order. And it has to do with the three nation states, the idea that there's London, the Vatican, and Washington, D.C. are three sovereign nation states that work independent of the uh, nations in which they lie and that those 
nation states, if you will, uh, have been in agreements and disagreements over the years, but that the most recent iteration is Trump uh, allowing the United States corporation to go bankrupt. And this has to go all the way back to maritime law and how global order was conducted, how global business was conducted for um, as long as we've had this uh, international trade and, and these international orders that have existed. And that uh, part of what Trump did while he was in office was identify this problem. And I don't know, we could do a whole show on that. Maybe I'll bring our guest that we have on Fridays, our tinfoil guest, Nick No, the uh, military intelligence insider, to break this down for us better. But uh, essentially the gist is that the corporation of the United States went bankrupt, meaning the Washington, D.C. nation state, particularly went bankrupt and then they had to that's why the troops came in to occupy the capital because it was essentially up for grabs for anybody who could take control of it trump with the military took control of it and now have essentially taken over but i look Take it all with a grain of salt. I keep saying that, but it's so true. You know, you don't want to dive too far into some of these rabbit holes. You want to leave room for, you know, obviously the humility to know we don't know everything and we can't know everything. And certain things, if we did know and were publicly available informationally, would be obvious threats to national security, which is why they won't ever tell us the truth about any of this stuff. Even if we uh, hit the no, hit the nail right on the head as far as getting the information correct some of this stuff could never be admitted to publicly but it does make things make more sense and it actually i think is a point of hope that there is uh something positive that could be going on behind the scenes but at the same time the fact that it's gotten so bad that we would need this or that this would even be possible is not uh not the best thing however it perhaps is why we've seen the weaponization of the judicial system, the justice system against Trump and all of these corrupt organizations working so tirelessly to try to take him down through these sort of extrajudicial uh, methods and tactics that rely on state court systems as opposed to, and, and of course we know we have the federal court with Jack Smith and, and some of those federal districts, but... And while they pour it would seem as though if this whole continuity of government thing is true and there are people and factions and forces that want to stand against it and they know they can't publicly call it out because it is a national security issue, then they feel like maybe their only last set of recourse is to try to get Trump arrested and you know prosecuted in a state court and then that could cause a constitutional crisis there to to basically have them have an opening to take back power. I don't know. But Joe Biden's in the White House, so take that, you know, and do with it what you will. When we come back, we're going to talk about other stories. Don't worry. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio.
J-Day's Appliance is an independent local appliance dealer focused on Main Street, not Wall Street. We offer top brands at great prices, service, and parts to help you keep your current appliances running. So think outside of the big box and think independent and save at J-Day's Appliance. Located at 132 East 7th Street in Loveland, Colorado. Or give us a call at 970-669-1357. You can also visit our website at jdaysappliance.com. That's the letter J, daysappliance.com. Hi, everybody. Glenn Tate, co-host of Prepping 2.0. Shelby Gallagher here. Join us Saturdays at 9 a.m. Right here on 1360 KHNC. Where we bring you great ideas to take your preps to the next level. Just Forum Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. So we have other stories we're going to talk about here today. I uh, wanted to cover a few things. Here, here's some interesting stuff just geopolitically that we haven't touched on in a while. Uh, you have the U.K. essentially having nothing left in its military stockpiles after arming Ukraine with pretty much everything they have. And I think the story there is essentially the same story as we see here in the United States. A lot of people say, well, why are we emptying out our stockpiles and, and giving it all to Ukraine to go fight Russians? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, you know, if you think about it, and I mean this as, as bluntly as I can say it, it actually does make sense with regard to the idea that they want to turn over their aging artillery and, and infra- infrastructure militarily speaking if you got a bunch of obsolete tanks sitting around that in modern battle wouldn't fare as well as newer technology would which our enemies are certainly working on in uh very large amounts especially with regard to the chinese communists they're building uh, a veritable army that is they're trying to reach parity with the united states as far as their military goals are concerned. So if you think about it from that perspective, if you take all of your country's stockpile of aging, you know, artillery and, and antiquated tanks and uh, other, uh, you know, military defense systems that perhaps maybe were cutting edge in the 90s or cutting edge in, in perhaps the 80s or the early 2000s even, but now have been rendered obsolete by advances in modern warfare uh, technology. Well, what do you do? Well, you start a proxy war in Ukraine, and then you promise to give aid to the the country of Ukraine so that it can defend itself. Uh, It gives you an easy way to, to dump all of that antiquated military technology into a foreign war, which you can then turn around and say, okay, now we have to pay all the defense contractors to make 
next generation warfare technology systems and defense systems and you know replenish our artillery stockpiles with new uh, artillery that is you know comparable to what is necessary for the modern uh, war field or warfare that we're facing in 2023 i mean that's the way i look at it that's the way i read it i'm not saying whether it's good or bad that that's the case I wish it didn't have to be that way. But it's like Rahm Emanuel said in Obama's administration, never let a a crisis go to waste. So regardless of how the corruption got us here, regardless of how the the backroom dealings got us here and and all that stuff, the fact of the matter is that it is very convenient for Western nations to be able to take their infrastructure that is antiquated military defense infrastructure and and, uh, stockpiles dump them into an attritional war with russia that perhaps they never even intended to actually win but attritionally wear down russia and use up some of their stockpiles of uh you know maybe this is how the global system works right pick a pick a, a country have a war get rid of all of your old out of date military defense infrastructure and and artillery and then have an excuse to go and reassemble those stockpiles right i guess that's how war has always worked to one degree or another but when i hear you know the uk running out of its military stockpiles i just i don't think of this as oh no what are they ever going to do i think of it as oh well you better buy more defense stock because that's exactly where the next uh, tranche of money is headed. They're going to be restocking all of those war piles, uh, those war, um, the weapons of war, as it were. And that reminds me of this story here, Kim Jong-un, where he talks about the U.S., Japan, and South Korea may team up to launch nukes against North Korea this year. So the Supreme Leader, Kim Jong-un, claims the United States, Japan, and South Korea are going to launch a nuclear strike against Pyongyang sometime this year. And this is kind of, I think, a blindside for all of us out here right now. They desperately, under the uh, Clinton-Obama regime, wanted this war in North Korea. Many people have said that if Hillary had won in 2016, including Trump, that we'd be at war already with North Korea. It's a war that I do truly believe it would be the war to start all other wars. Meaning, you know, this it would if we went to nuclear war in North Korea, it would make the Ukraine war, the Middle East wars, all that stuff look like child's play because it would essentially be a reinvocation of the war on China which we, I guess you could say, lost since Vietnam uh, ended the way it did and Korea ended the way it did. Uh, Particularly, though, Korea was a war that we were almost entirely going to win until we pushed onto the border of China and China got involved. And uh, they had a lot of manpower to throw at it and some decisions were made that led to an outcome that we see today where you have this stalemate on the 38th parallel communist dictatorship in the north 
a semi-vibrant, if you will, economy, capitalist economy, backed by Western forces in the South, in South Korea, and a dictator here who Trump tried to negotiate with, and I think successfully did, and now that Trump is where he is, I think they believe this war is coming now, whether this is just another hollow, empty statement that has no substance to back it up is yet to be seen. And, and it depends, I guess, on what you believe about who's really in control of our government, um, especially with regard to what we talked about earlier in the show about the continuity of government theories and Trump being still in charge and the military working with him. However, uh, I do think the one thing we can all agree on at this point is that we are at war as a nation, right? The United States, and I guess the West, meaning our European allies predominantly, have had our rule challenged, especially when it comes to the uh, military and economic zones. And what we're going to see is the continued escalation of these conflicts across the board and the opening up of new fronts regularly. And I don't think it's going to be like, it, it'll be slow and slow and slow. And then it'll be sudden. If that makes sense. That's the way I see this, this playing out and progressing. It will be a slow crawl until it's just an instant fast sprint. And then things are going to go off the rails very quickly. I hope that that doesn't happen. I pray that it doesn't happen. I put my faith in Jesus Christ because I know it could happen. And I know that I don't try to build my treasure here on this earth. I, I build it in heaven. And that's why I do what I do. But interestingly enough, if they do try to pull some kind of fast one here in North Korea, you can bet your bottom dollar that there'll be much more to what happens there than just North Korea and their involvement. It will trigger an automatic, I believe, uh, pulling in of China. China has every interest in North Korea. Not only do they share a border, but instability in the North Korean peninsula or any attack from the West on the North Korean peninsula is just a further aggression toward China, which is just like what we see in Ukraine, right? With Russia, Russia saw, I mean, think about the similarities there, right? Russia's got a country on its border called Ukraine that the West has been heavily infiltrating for years, ran a color revolution in caused a civil war where the country basically split and different provinces like the Donbass and Donetsk region, regions decided to uh, hold referendums so they could separate from Ukraine because it was being influenced heavily by Western uh, forces to go and join their ethnic allies in Russia. And as soon as that happened... You saw an authoritarian regime in Kiev basically start bombing and shelling its own people to get them to stay. And Russia, observing that there were not only corrupt dealings happening with the resources in Ukraine, when you talk about some of the most fertile, uh, 
fertile farmland in the world, but you also have natural gas and oil resources and other things there, uh, power plants, etc. And then on top of that, you had the bio labs, which were being run by U.S. clandestine forces with other international agencies, assuredly, that were testing, for example, things like spreading disease into Russia using migratory birds, among other things, including highly deadly pathogens and viral viruses, which Russia took as a threat to its national security and decided, uh, what was it, a couple years ago, I guess now, to essentially wage a campaign of open war against Western forces aligned with the Ukrainian regime, which has now led to kind of a similar situation as to what we see in, in North Korea, where you have half the country under Russia control and the other half under Western-backed Ukrainian control. And that's exactly what I see happening uh, with regard to North Korea. You have the northern half of the country under the the Kim Jong-un dictatorship uh, working as a buffer against Western forces and Western influence, especially with regard to what you see in South Korea. Our military has a huge presence there ever since the Korean War ended. And, of course, any movement or um, offensive action against North Korea, if it is something like a nuclear strike, as Kim Jong-un said, would be seen as a threat to, I would presume, the national security of China, which then would elicit the response of, I would say, China getting involved more broadly in that in that area, the, the Asian Pacific theater. And they're ramping up for war. They're, they're building aircraft carriers. I think they have one right now. Maybe they're building more. But they have all kinds. They have a, a what, two million man army right now standing, probably millions in reserve. Um, they have some some high-level capabilities. And I wouldn't be surprised if the world, the world is already at war. As a matter of fact, I think and believe that we're already at war. I just think that most people don't understand or realize it, and intentionally so. They are being intentionally kept from the truth, uh, for whatever reason, you, know, you could argue there's a national security purpose there. You don't want people panicking and causing chaos. Uh, if they think that we're at war, then, then the economy could be hurt. Uh, people would stop spending people or would spend too much on things that would uh, disrupt economic activity. It could lead to, to much broader uh, horrendous implications. So, of course... Contextually, if, if you're thinking about all those things, yeah, I think that the conflict down there in Ukraine could be similar to what we're going to see coming up here in North Korea, but I, I don't know that that's what the forces behind closed doors want. Obviously, I don't think they want that at all. But we talk about this stuff because it's very interesting and it's very much a part of what we need to know. Now, on top of all of that, on top of all of it, 
we have the Bilderbergers meeting on Disease X. We have Bilderbergers who are... And Bilderbergers is referencing the, the 1,861 members of the globalist-led Bilderberg group. When we come back, we'll talk briefly about what they're doing, what Fauci says, what essentially they see coming down the pipeline. You're going to want to stay tuned for that. And we're going to update you on that Fannie Willis case because you can't make this stuff up. Anyway, stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. This is Rick Rodriguez, host of The Present Truth, Monday through Friday, 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, the New World Order, Secret Societies, One World Religion, Weather Warfare, International Wars, Transhumanism. Join me, 1360 KHNC. Hi, this is Craig James from Just Informed Talk Radio, and I'm here to tell you about my kind CBD products. I have been using these products myself, and I can tell you this is the highest quality CBD product I've ever used in my life. My kind CBD products are 100% THC free, locally sourced from Colorado hemp farmers, and they're organic. And if you want, you can give them a shot today by going to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. And when you do, make sure you try out everything from the sunscreen to the lotion to the salve to the retinol cream to the tinctures to the cocoa to the coffee to the tea everything in between and make sure you try out the pet products as well they have pet shampoo and pet tincture you're not going to be disappointed these products are white labeled and sold in high-end stores and boutique salons for two three and four times the price you're going to be paying at 1360khnc.com shop straight from the manufacturer so go there and buy your products today and i know you're going to become a repeat customer just like me as 1360 continues to grow we want to know what our listeners think tell us what you like tell us what you don't like give us your feedback go to 1360khnc.com and hit the contact button and give us your thoughts Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And we talked briefly about this disease X. You know, Alex Jones has been talking about this for the last few days. And I think it's it's something we should take very seriously. Um, who knows what this disease is going to look like? Perhaps it's something uh, related to the vaccine. Perhaps it's something new and novel that we don't even know about yet. Uh, or it will be sold to the public as being this new pandemic or this new problem that we have to collectively face, which will lead to uh, collectivist bargaining for our rights. That's kind of what they, they tend to do. They put us in this position where they say, well, if you want to survive, trust us and give us your freedom. Take away your liberty. You don't need it. What do you need freedom for? You need to be safe. Safety is more important than freedom. However... Uh, it looks like Congress is sponsoring a Disease X bill. The World Health Organization is talking about Disease X. The 
World Economic Forum is having agenda items on this disease X, and the UK is reporting on it like this. I'll play the clip here. This is reporting from the BBC on this new disease X. They're already preparing a facility for it. Hmm. It's almost like they know it exists, and now they're trying to prepare for it. Scientists are working to prevent future pandemics. It's located at Porton Down, a high-security research facility best known for its work on chemical warfare. Experts are preparing for what is known as Disease X, or the next pandemic virus. Scientists are... All right, so first of all, it, it really lends itself to being trustworthy when they, the first thing they say is, it's being developed at a chemical defense laboratory... And they're converting it into a facility to research disease X. Huh. Let's keep listening. Best known for its work on chemical warfare, experts are preparing for what is known as disease X or the next pandemic virus. Our health correspondent Dominic Hughes was given rare access to the facility. The delicate task of protecting the nation's health. This is one of the laboratories at Porton Down where scientists are analysing current threats, new variants of COVID, for example, and trying to identify new ones. Inside these purpose-built labs, more than 200 scientists working for the UK Health Security Agency are helping to develop and test vaccines against a range of diseases. It's vital work to keep us all safe. We've got in many respects the toughest um, job in the world, which is to protect health against infectious diseases and environmental hazards. And it is tough because we know that, that the risks of new and emerging infections, including those of pandemic potential, is increasing. For decades, scientists at Porton Down have been involved in medical research, as well as the work on chemical and biological warfare for which the centre is perhaps better known. During the pandemic, laboratories like this one played an absolutely vital role in assessing how effective the vaccines were in combating the coronavirus, and that work continues today. But as well as monitoring how effective existing vaccines are against new COVID variants, the new Vaccine Development and Evaluation Centre is looking at emerging threats for which no vaccine yet exists. One of those is Crimean Congo hemorrhagic fever, a virus that is spread by the bite of an infected tick and is fatal in about 30% of cases. A serious outbreak occurred in Afghanistan in 2017, but the disease is widespread across Africa, Asia, the Middle East and the Balkans. Changes to climate and the way we live mean viruses like this one could find a way to the UK. But equally, the next pandemic could be caused by a virus that has yet to be identified, what experts call disease X. Dangers known and unknown. These scientists will be working to make sure we're prepared for both. Yeah, no big deal. Just the British government working on a disease that they don't know, the disease X, in a high-security research facility best known for its work on chemical warfare. Totally normal. Better watch out for that hemorrhagic Crimean Congo fever. <laughs> Just like, this is insane, folks. Um, but it is the, the the warfare of the future, right? It's not going to be... Just like, you know, during the Revolutionary War, the tactics of the, you know, revolutionaries, our founding fathers 
were different strategically than the standard way battles had been fought for a very long time, which led to giving them a strategic advantage, which is how they were able to win key decisive battles. We've seen warfare evolve all the way up into, you know, the modern day with the Middle Eastern wars, where we saw the uh, kind of advent of this IED improvised explosive device technology and how effective you know uh, essentially enemies with a strong will and simple weaponry were able to execute what they saw as necessary to win their battle and and going even further i would argue that you could easily go right into Ukraine with the advent of uh, this drone warfare. Some of these videos are horrific and telling when you see drones being used to fly grenades into foxholes and into um, open hatches on tanks and that kind of warfare. Well, the next generation obviously is going to be quiet warfare where you see biological warfare chemical warfare all of that stuff and that will be that will be precedent to a nuclear war and if you think about it in those terms then it becomes very clear that whoever is going to be behind this new disease or this new pandemic or this new set of attacks or assaults on our bodies that they will assuredly benefit from that through what they do. So I thought that was interesting. They're talking about unleashing COVID on the world. Anthony Fauci's come out behind closed doors and finally admitted the truth about the evidence behind COVID guidelines. After two days of interviews behind closed doors to the House Select Subcommittee on the Coronavirus Pandemic, A news release posted on the website of the House Oversight Committee revealed that Fauci claimed that the six-feet-apart social distancing recommendation promoted by federal health officials was likely not based on any data. Oh, but it was. The data was, you're a subservient, compliant slave serf, and you are meant to stand six feet apart from one another. But they say that it was not based on any data and that he characterized the development of the guidance by stating it just sort of appeared. Yeah. Well, they just accidentally came up with the six feet apart thing. There was nothing there. He also testified, according to legislators, that the policies and mandates he promoted may unfortunately increase vaccine hesitancy for years to come, you think? Uh, He also testified that the lab leak hypothesis, which was often suppressed, was in fact not a conspiracy theory. Of course, this is all behind closed doors three years after the fact. So I guess better late than never. The release also noted that the admission came, quote, nearly four years after prompting the publication of the now infamous Proximal Origin paper that attempted to vilify and disprove the lab leak theory hypothesis. The release also said Fauci, who denied trying to pressure the CIA on the lab leak theory, played semantics with the definition of lab leak. Oh, really? 
In Dr. Fauci's transcribed interview, it revealed systemic failures in our public health system and shed light on serious procedural concerns with our public health authority, and it is clear that dissenting opinions were often not considered or suppressed completely. Really? Well, I'm glad four years later you tell us all of this. I'm glad four years after the fact that we can know now that we were uh, being suppressed and lied to and intentionally sabotaged by our own government. That's good to know. I I really appreciate this information. I hope you all uh, feel the same way. But when we come back, we're going to talk about more. I'm going to get into uh, what's going on with Fannie Willis. You'll never guess what we are seeing there interesting stuff the corrupt district attorney out of fulton county georgia well her story is taking quite a turn we're gonna examine it a little bit more closely when we come back everybody stay tuned you're listening to just informed talk radio i'm your host craig james we'll be back after the break This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. You've probably been hearing me talk about Y-Refi for a while now. Y-Refi has been getting a ton of phone calls, and I want to thank you for supporting and investing in something that actually helps people. A lot of people are talking about this investment, so I'd like to review the basics with you. First off, yes, it's true. You can earn up to 10.25% fixed rate of return that's not correlated to the stock market or the Fed. You can turn your income on or off, compound it, whatever you choose, and there are absolutely no fees. There is no attack on principle if you ever need your money back and your monthly statements will have no surprises. If you're not sure if you can trust this economy, this secure collateralized portfolio may be a good option for you. Just go to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, R-E-F-Y.com or call them at 888-YREFI24. That's 888-YREFI24. Tell them Joe sent you. Get ready to embark on an extraordinary journey with Kelvin Crosby, better known as the Deaf Blind Potter, and his over 15 million followers right here on KHNC every Monday at 5 o'clock p.m. Kelvin will motivate you and show you how to live beyond life's challenges right here on AM 1360. You can run on for a long time Welcome back to Just Form Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. And we have a, a, a story we want to get into here. You know, we've talked about a lot today. We've kind of bounced around a lot of different stories, and that's how it should be. You know, I'm trying to aggregate uh, the information in the news and get it out to you guys as best I can. Interestingly enough, though, uh, we have this story about Fannie Willis. So if you don't know who Fannie Willis is, uh, 
She is the corrupt district attorney based out of Fulton County, Georgia, who is uh, partially responsible for uh, uh, structuring and implementing this RICO case, which is a racketeering and conspiracy case against Donald Trump and his allies, which we're seeing actually happen in real time uh, unfold. But beyond that, the record reveals that she had visited the White House just days after the Georgia grand jury recommended indictments in this garbage Trump Rico case. And what we found out since then is not only was she visiting the White House, obviously to take her marching orders from the corrupt administration there, but beyond that, you have now a judge scheduling a hearing on allegations that she uh, had an improper use of funds during her scandalous affair with the pro tr- with the uh, Trump investigative prosecutor or the Trump investigation prosecutor. So apparently, the story got really interesting when it came out in uh, the facts that were emerging that Fannie Willis was having an affair with one of the attorneys prosecutors hired to work on the Trump case and that not only were they having an affair, but she signed off on over $600,000 in payment for this person, which was then used by his law firm, essentially a way of laundering it, uh, to pay for expensive trips to the Caribbean and trips to Napa Valley, which were enjoyed by Fannie Willis and her new uh, her boyfriend who she was having an affair with. And here's where it really gets uh, to me as a, as a Christian, you know, I, I can't judge which is in, what's in another man's heart or another woman's heart. Uh, far be it for me to, to try to examine that uh, that's God's job. God is the judge, not me. However, I will say one thing I'm very disgusted uh, by are those who outwardly present themselves as being repentant Christians and then uh, continue to lead a lifestyle or to make decisions that would indicate otherwise. And this is perhaps a case of that where you have Fannie Willis after having this improper romantic relationship with Nathan Wade, one of the top Trump prosecutors in her office, coming out now and essentially saying that you can't expect a black woman to be perfect. Here, I'm going to play the clip. And this is her speaking to a church congregation, mind you. So listen to this, and then we'll talk about the, what the implications are here. All the glory I receive, it's his grace. Not a perfect me. We are at a time in history, people. Hear me on this. We are at a time in history when you can no longer sit back and just let other folks do it. You cannot expect black women to be perfect and save the world. The Lord is completing us. We are not perfect. We need your prayers. We need to be allowed to stumble. We need grace. With that kind of support, we will move mountains and do Jesus' will. 
Well, you know, there, there's a special place in hell for people who invoke the name of Jesus to get away with their nefarious uh, activities. And that's the way I read the room with Fanny. Again, I'm not going to say what's in her heart, but her talking to her congregation that and telling them there shouldn't be an expectation of perfection for black women, but black women are essentially going to save everybody and, and that that's the path toward Jesus. Look, these people are delusional. These people have rejected God. These people are quarrelsome, envious, slanderers. And I'll tell you, what really disgusts me about the way these people act is the simple reality that they have used this act, if you will, to convince others that they are trustworthy. But what the reality is about these people, as it says in Romans chapter one, is that these people are full of envy, murder, quarrels, deceit and malice they're gossips slanderers they're god haters arrogant proud boastful inventors of evil disobedient to parents undiscerning they're untrustworthy they're unloving and they're unmerciful and although they knew full well god's just sentence that those who practice such things deserve to die not only do they do them but even applaud others who practice them and that's what i see coming out of the lips of this woman they're taking and using the Lord's name in, in, in a way to, to hide and deceive others about their crimes. I mean, this is exactly what the devil does. Not only does he convince you that he doesn't exist, but he'll, he'll quote scripture all day long. He'll use the scripture to try to, to deceive you. So, to recap, Fannie Willis, the, the corrupt DA in charge of the RICO case against Trump, gets caught having this improper affair with one of the top prosecutors on her team where they were embezzling money, allegedly, to take private trips to the Caribbean and Napa Valley and engage in their uh, lustful, degenerate activities. And then... On Sunday, she's in church telling her, don't expect me to be perfect. I'm just going to save you, but I don't have to be perfect. These people, not only do they have delusions of grandeur, these people are straight up evil. And we're going to talk about the, the antidote, the solution when we come back. Stay tuned. You're listening to Just Form Talk Radio. We'll be back after the break. Yes, you can do it yourself. But you don't have to do it alone. Let us help. Listen to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. Saturdays at 11, right here on AM 1360. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies.
My name is James with Milco Carpet Cleaning. I'm based out of Millican, serving all of northern Colorado. We're a family-owned company that will clean your carpets, upholstery, tile, and rugs. My goal is to freshen your home and business, leaving you dry and clean in no time with no residues. Mention this ad and receive $10 per room off, up to $50. You can call me at 970-405-3740 or email me at nococarpetcleaning at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my reviews on Google. Welcome back to Just Inform Talk Radio. I'm your host, Craig James. Today, uh, we always wrap up today, like we do every other day, our God's Grace is Greater segment. And you know, you look around, you see a lot of this evil that exists, this, this immorality, degeneracy, you know, greed and, and quarrelsome nature. And it's discouraging. It's disheartening. But we have to remember that our foundational strength doesn't lie in the things that are of this world. Our foundational strength lies in our stronghold, and our stronghold is God and His Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And, and that's my message I want to share with you guys today, because look, it's so easy to look at this stuff and become discouraged and to think nothing's happening. But remember that God's got a remarkable plan that we can't understand. I don't know what God's plan is for you. I don't even know what it is for me. I get up every morning, though, and I try to give my life to God and put my life in his hands and say, Lord, I don't know the way you lead me. Show me the way so I can help others find it. And that's the way I view my role in all of this, in this crazy world. Whatever my small, tiny, minuscule role is, that's what I believe I need to do is get up every day, go to God in prayer and ask for his direction. And, and today, I want to remind you all to take solace in knowing that your stronghold is in the Lord. And I'm going to read Psalm 27 that talks directly about that. Another Davidic Psalm, it says, The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom should I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom should I be afraid? When evildoers came against me to devour my flesh, my foes and my enemies stumbled and fell. Though an army deploys against me, my heart is not afraid. Though a war breaks out against me, still I am confident. I have asked one thing from the Lord. It is what I desire, to dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, gazing on the beauty of the Lord and seeking him in his temple. For he will conceal me in his shelter in the day of adversity. He will hide me under the cover of his tent. He will set me high on a rock. Then my head will be high above my enemies around me. I will offer sacrifices in his tent with shouts of joy, and I will sing and make music to the Lord. Lord, hear my voice when I call. Be gracious to me and answer me. My heart says this about you. You are to seek my face. Lord, I will seek your face. Do not hide your face from me. Do not turn your servant uh, away in anger. You have been my helper. Do not leave me or abandon me, God of my salvation. Even if my father and mother abandon me, the Lord cares for me. 
Because of my adversaries, show me your way, Lord, and lead me on a level path. Do not give me over to the will of my foes, for false witnesses rise up against me, breathing violence. I am certain that I will see the Lord's goodness in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and courageous. Wait for the Lord. And I don't know about you, but that's exactly what I'm going to continue to do. I'm going to continue to take courage and wait for the Lord. To be strong and courageous with the Lord at my side and with the Lord at our side. Remember, all this darkness, all this evil, we will overcome it. We already have. The battle's already been won. Now we have to work to build that treasure in heaven, but trust that our stronghold is found in Jesus Christ. So my encouragement to all of you out there listening today is, if you have accepted Jesus as your Savior, remember that our stronghold is in the Lord and that we must wait for the Lord and be courageous and strong in the meantime. And if you haven't accepted Jesus, here's my invitation. Open your heart, say a prayer, repent of your sin, accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, and understand that that is the pathway to the Lord. And watch the Lord, through Jesus, his Son, do amazing things in your life that you probably never thought were possible, things that you imagine or couldn't even imagine. And that's where I'm going to leave it. Everybody stay safe out there. It's going to be a crazy, crazy day weather-wise, but uh, we'll get through it. Thanks for joining me. Uh, Stick around. we got more good shows on, but I'll be back tomorrow, God willing. And I want to say thank you to everybody who is listening. We'll see you on the next one. Until then, my name is Craig. You're listening to Just Warm Talk Radio. Godspeed and God bless each and every one of you patriots. Jesus is just